0: Welcome to Between the Waves, the podcast all about how to create sustainable mental health to help you find a little bit of space between your waves. Hey everyone, it's Hannah here. Today I want to talk to you about why anxiety is my superpower. I've had anxiety for as long as I can remember. Some of my earliest memories are of being really excited to go to a friend's house or a party, and then when the time came, feeling desperately like I didn't want to go, certain that if I did go, something awful would happen. My parents would take me anyway, and After a time, I'd relax and of course I'd have fun. This became my normal and I learnt that no matter how I felt, I could make myself go somewhere and odds are it wouldn't be as bad as I feared. And eventually this applied to everything. School, seeing friends, walking to the shops, literally anything. I forced myself to pretend that everything was fine and and carried on doing all that was expected of me. Of course, I knew that I was broken and that there was something wrong with me, that I wasn't like everybody else. But I knew that if anyone found out, then that would be the end of my quote-unquote normal life. I developed routines that helped me keep up appearances. Thoughts I had to think, actions I had to take before I could go and do whatever it was that was expected. These routines helped me to feel like I could cope with whatever I had to do, that it would be okay if I had done these things first. I got stuck in my head overthinking everything, hating myself for not being normal. I didn't even know then that what I was feeling had a name. You know, that it was anxiety, that it was a mental health condition and that it wasn't just something innately wrong with me. And then in my mid-teens, the panic attacks started with a vengeance. Every day they came, multiple times, and I was terrified of them. I had no idea where they came from, what was causing them, or how I could stop them. I developed more routines to keep me safe, to try and stop them and keep them under control. I struggled to keep up that facade of being fine, and hated myself even more for not being able to handle it. I was weak, broken, rubbish, not good enough. I figured that this is what happened when you're born a bad person, that you don't deserve a happy life and this is how nature ensured that you didn't have one. I started hurting myself as extra punishment, hoping I could earn some respite from it all. I know how bonkers that sounds now, but at the time it felt like a really sensible option. It also helped to give me an outlet for the self-hatred and helped for a while because actually if I was feeling physical pain, all the noise in my head was a bit quieter for a bit. I carried on like this for a few years occasionally finding things easier to manage before you know the waves of anxiety all came back and sucked me under again. I went to university uh, convinced it was an ideal time to reinvent myself into someone who wasn't broken man I tried my hardest to be that person. I couldn't keep it up for long and I was so angry at myself for constantly failing at it. In the years after university I experienced for the first time being totally unable to leave the house I've since learned that big sudden changes in my life tend to spike my anxiety as you might expect and that was a period in my life with a lot of change, not always for the better and I struggled to find any kind of equilibrium really. The constant change, the constant sort of unhappiness really threw my anxiety through a loop and it just got to the point where I felt like I literally couldn't leave the house. I would get to the front door and not be able to breathe the fear, the absolute certainty that if I stepped outside the door, that was it. Something awful would happen and I wouldn't be able to pretend to be fine anymore. It was so real that I just couldn't control it. Obviously, I know now that once I'm feeling settled in where I'm living and my job and what I'm doing, then the anxiety gets easier to, to manage and I can prepare for big changes that need to happen. But that doesn't mean it goes away. Anxiety has taken me to some really dark places, self-hatred, locked in my own house, in a pit of depression and using really unhealthy coping mechanisms like self-harm and excessive alcohol use. Anxiety played a huge part in my breakdown in 2018 when arguably my life was at its most stable than it had been for years. I'll talk more about the breakdown in another episode but suffice to say it was bloody awful. I realised then that the anxiety was never going to go away that I couldn't keep up with the pretending anymore. I needed to find a way to live with it and accept it as a part of me instead of constantly fighting against it. Frankly, at that time, I mean, that felt impossible. It was like a huge mountain to climb. But the breakdown, well, it flattened me, and I had to completely rebuild myself from rock bottom. So I decided to commit to not rebuilding the pretense. I knew I needed to live authentically in order to minimise the risk of another breakdown, and I certainly didn't want to get back there again. I started to try and view my flaws differently. I've always been too sensitive or highly strong and a hypochondriac and I realise now that these traits were because of my anxiety. But far from being flaws, they are huge strengths. Being too sensitive means that I take things personally, I feel other people's pain and I can read people to know when they're pretending to be something they're not. It means I'm an empath, I am supportive, kind and I love to help people. Yeah, there are downsides to this characteristic, as there are with all character traits, but for the most part, being too sensitive makes me just the kind of person I think the world needs more of. Being highly strong means that whilst I struggle to relax and I'm easily worried, I am super mindful of other people's feelings, and I'm also ridiculously organised in order to prevent any possible disasters. I'm a hypochondriac because I'm really tuned into my body and what it's trying to tell me. Yes, I need to work at not catastrophising what I learn, but... But for the most part, having a strong intuition is a really helpful guide. So I'm learning to embrace anxiety and focus on all the positive it brings me, whilst I work on the elements I'd like to improve. I'm learning that by being true to myself and not squeezing into a box because someone else thinks I should, will help me to achieve balance in my life, peace in my head and a little bit more space between the rough waves. Anxiety is my superpower because it helps me stay authentically me, regardless of whatever else I try and be. And it's helping me to help others, which is surely the best type of superpower there is. I'd love to hear about your superpowers. Hop on over to social media and let me know what yours are and how you use them for good. If you've been affected by anything I've spoken about, please do reach out and talk to someone. Friends and family, me, one of the great organisations out there like the Samaritans or Mind. It's really, really important that you understand that this is nothing to be ashamed of. I think I've spent my whole life trying to hide my mental health and pretend that everything is absolutely fine. I never experience any waves and there are never any downtimes. But fundamentally, you know, that's crap. We all have stuff going on. We all struggle with things. We all have periods in our life where, you know, the bad outweighs the good and we need a bit more support. And there's absolutely no shame in asking for help. I've learnt that by being vulnerable, sharing those those parts of yourself that you might be ashamed of or worried about being judged because of them, you help other people to see that it's okay to share their vulnerabilities and ask for help. And if we're all doing that, we're all going to be much healthier, much happier. And it gives us the chance to support each other. And frankly, that's amazing. You know, you can't fix everything by yourself and no one person has all of the answers. So let's share what we're learning, share the things that help us and the things that don't help us and how we're feeling and how different conditions manifest for us. Because of course nobody experiences anxiety in the same way as somebody else entirely. We all have different symptoms, different triggers and different things that help us. And by sharing those things, we can build up this massive repository of stuff that's really helpful to help us understand our own condition and and those of other people. And even people who may not have a diagnosed mental health condition still experience those waves in terms of seasons that are harder than others. Actually, if if you've not got a diagnosed condition, you might find it even harder to say, actually, I'm struggling right now because you haven't necessarily got the vocabulary to describe what you're feeling. But by having this huge repository of information and learning, you know, it makes it easier for everybody to go, oh, I'm struggling a bit, I'll have a look at this, oh, great, I'm going to try that tip, or I'm going to try and change my life in this way, in order to help me feel better. And that's got to be a good thing, right? None of us have got the capacity to come up with all the answers by ourselves or spend hours researching all the various ways that we can change our lives because frankly it's overwhelming there's so much out there it can be really hard to find if you're not in a great place don't get me wrong I mean anxiety is my superpower and I am definitely focusing on the positive elements of that rather than fighting against it and it, it is really helping me to find a bit of balance but if I could switch it off I probably still would. It's really, really hard to live with anxiety, made harder by the fact that it's so unpredictable. It can be influenced, triggered by anything that's going on in your life, Unless you are really tuned into yourself and you consistently give yourself the space to hear what's going on and listen to yourself, listen to your gut, take what you learn from that and address it in your life. So do you need to take a bit of time out? Do you just need to slow down? Have you perhaps stopped doing some of your self-care activities because things have got a bit busy? You know, unless you give yourself the space to listen and understand those things, you know, anxiety can completely wipe you out. It's really difficult to explain, but the constant overthinking in my head, the worry, the ongoing stress, holding myself, I can feel the tension in my body sometimes. All of that, along with just trying to get through each day, can be utterly exhausting. And the fatigue is like nothing I've ever felt. You, you know, it's not like you just need a good night's sleep because that doesn't help. I often say I really wish I could take my brain out of my head and give it a good wash because I just feel like that's the only way sometimes to get any peace from it. Which I know it sounds bonkers. A good night's sleep. Yes, it does help because sleep helps everything, but it doesn't take away the fatigue. It doesn't take away the symptoms, the overthinking, the tension, the constant feeling of impending doom, which can sometimes come with anxiety. And that's really hard to live with. But by doing lots of small things, I can help to guard against feeling like that. So, for example, I've given up caffeine apart from chocolate because who can live without chocolate, right? Right. I've given up alcohol and I try and eat really healthily. I don't always succeed, obviously, because, you know, I've got a busy life and sometimes it gets in the way of preparing all the food that I would like to eat. However, I do try and eat well and I do try and get enough sleep and exercise. You know, this year I've set myself a challenge of cycling or walking 2020 miles throughout the year and that's been a really good way of motivating myself to exercise every day because sometimes you know we don't feel like exercising do we and it's easier to sit on the sofa when you're exhausted but that's not helpful I know that if I get myself down on the bike or if I go and myself out for a walk I'm gonna feel better yeah it's gonna be hard you know and I'm not always gonna enjoy it I'm not always gonna feel like it was a good decision but it always is the right thing to do because the next day my head feels a little bit clearer It's that consistent, small changes in your lifestyle that can help you to live with whatever is going on for you in your mental health. But it's trial and error. You know, it's finding those things that work for you because not everything works for everybody. It's having the headspace to go, I'm going to start a meditation practice. So I'm going to try some guided meditations. But being able to go, do you know what, I'm really not getting on with this one. I'm going to switch it off and try a different one. Rather than just saying, oh, meditation is clearly not for me then. It's being able to be resilient in your practice and approach things without that sense of failure, I guess, is the only way I can describe it. You know, when I try something new and it doesn't work for me or it doesn't build into a habit easily for me, then I feel like I failed. And that's part of anxiety, I guess and how how it affects me in terms of how I think about myself. But it's not true. You know, a lot of mental health conditions lie to you. They tell you that you're worthless. They tell you that you can't get better. They make you feel things about yourself that just aren't true. And the hardest thing can be seeing past that. And sometimes, a lot of the time for me, I need help to do that. I need help to be able to go, that's not me, that's anxiety. And again, that takes practice. And I think that's the thing that gets me every time with this, is that it's hard work. It is constant practice. It is constant rejuggling of priorities and working on my mindset and thinking about whether I've done my self-care today. Or what have I done for self-care? And if I haven't done anything, how am I going to fit it into my day? It never lets up. And that can be really difficult when you're fighting against the anxiety or whatever condition it might be. It can be really hard to go, do you know what? I'm done. I don't want to have to put this much effort into staying sane. But I'm learning to accept that I'm building myself a healthier life. You know, I don't want to go back to a life where I could stay up all night, or I drank every day, or, you know, I didn't have healthy relationships. I mean, I don't want to go back to that kind of life. And that's certainly not an example I want to set for my children. I want my children to see me living a healthy, balanced life. I want them to see me being vulnerable so that they know it's okay to be vulnerable. That is what keeps me going. A really good friend of mine said to me once, she said, practice is a choice, not a chore. And that's how you have to try and think about it. I am choosing to live a healthy life. I am choosing to exercise today, to help my mindset. I am choosing to eat healthily, to nourish my body and my mind. And it's just that reminder sometimes that you're worth it. You deserve self-care. You deserve the healthy choices. You deserve all the love that you're giving everybody else for yourself. So if you're struggling feeling a little bit low, feeling overwhelmed or stressed, please show yourself that love. Do one thing today that's going to make you feel better, something that brings you joy. Do a bit of exercise, go for a walk, get some fresh air, sit in nature, just take your cup of tea outside, whatever it might be for you, please, please show yourself a bit of love because you really do deserve it and we all need you to be here to be your best self whatever that best looks like today celebrate yourself because you're fucking amazing and that's what we need in the world head on over to between the waves pod on facebook or instagram and let us know what your superpower is how you're using it for good and how you're celebrating your awesome self today take care everyone see you next time Thank you so much for listening today. Please remember to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast to get the next episode as soon as it's ready and to help other people find us. See you next time.